Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hello, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. And today's episode, we'll be talking a lot about astrology. And my guest is Deborah Sellerman. Deborah has developed a unique psychological spiritual model combining her expertise in esoteric soul-centered astrology with her extensive education in psychology to help those going through major life changes, especially in crisis. She custom designs her therapeutic approach to each individual using astrology and psychology as a magical healing combination. So in this episode, Deborah and I will be discussing so many great things. We'll be discussing predictions for 2021, how 2021 will be looking for us, what should we expect We'll be discussing how astrology and psychology are connected, the missing element, what is story behind it, what are the four personality types, what should we expect in 2021, important questions to ask yourself, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Bond Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for being my guest. That was my pleasure. Look at you've got the coolest chart, by the way. We're going to talk about that at some point. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about it too. And I love your background in everything you do. It's very fascinating for me as far as, I mean, 
especially I love astrology a lot. So we would love to learn more about you. Would you please tell us about yourself? You know, what's so exciting is your openness to astrology. It makes me so happy that it's been such a long time for me because I'm a lot older than you that astrology was challenged as far as its value and its worth. And it makes me sad because it's the oldest science on earth. I don't understand. So I'm glad to hear and see your openness and your enthusiasm. It makes me so happy. Yeah, just wanted to say that out loud. Thank you so much. So ask me your question, your first question. Yeah, we would love to learn more about you, your background. How did you become an astrologer? You know, I grew up in a very eccentric family, which probably everyone can say that sentence, whether it was dysfunctional or it was just a very emotionally charged environment. And so from a young age, I was so curious, like, why doesn't my brother talk? And why does my mother yell? And why I was asking a lot of questions at a young age. And before I knew it, I was acknowledging my fascination with psychology. So that's how it started. It was just a genuine interest in why people did what they do, because I'm that kind of personality type. And then when I was 20, someone came over to my house. She was an astrologer for a holiday. And my family was sitting in a circle and she was at the table and she went around the circle. It was such an unusual experience with this thing called an ephemeris, which is a book that tells you where all the planets are every single day of the year. And she opened up the book and she went around the table and everyone told them her their birth dates. And I couldn't believe how she described my eccentric family. I, I was like, what did you just do? And we drove home. It was at the time I was living in Toronto and we were in Detroit for this holiday. So we had a four hour drive home. And I said to her, I want to learn what you did. Like, how did you describe my grandmother, my brothers, she knew all the distinctions in their personalities. And by the time we got home, I had her agreed that she would teach me astrology. So that was very young. That was over about 45 years ago, believe it or not, I'm so old. And so that entrance of me just becoming fascinated began my studies. And then eventually I found myself obsessed, which many people get with this. I feel like it's a drug, like you get on it and you can't stop studying it. And the next thing I knew, I became a teacher and now I've got a school. I don't know if you know, it's an online school and people can come and study with me very simply in six weeks, one hour, like, you know, you come into a classroom for like two hour classroom setting online with Zoom, where you see your chart, you study your chart one piece at a time. So I've made it really accessible all because way back when I was young, I couldn't figure out my family, that's the short answer, isn't that funny? I couldn't figure out why they were so quirky, why they were so weird, why they were so emotional. Some people were emotional, some people weren't, and I did figure it out with the chart. And that's very interesting. I became knowledgeable about astrology because my mom always loved it, and she had her birth chart created a long time ago, maybe like 20 years ago. That's why, that's when I learned about birth charts, in astrology in kind of in more depth but now i follow so many astrologers on instagram and i read about it all the time and i follow the days because you know there's 21st moon day 29th moon day and uh, i think 16th or 19th those are the worst when people are the most angry and i don't start anything on those days so usually my mom closely follows that so she always tells me what should I do? Like this day good to start. This day is not good to start. And she listens to horoscope every day. 
love it. You've got the drug. I can see it. You're stuck on it. Yes, you are. So it's my system is less about that limited controlled. This is good. This is bad. You can learn about the transits, but I'm more, I'm a psychotherapist. I have a master's in clinical psychology. So I'm more interested in explaining people's personalities to them and saying, look, these things aren't going away. You've got to fall in love with who you are. You've got to be accepting because if you're not, and you keep fighting with your spirit, you'll end up exhausted, you'll end up depressed, you'll end up overweight, you'll lose your chi. So I'm less about the dates, although that's part of it. I'm more about how do I help you fulfill your purpose? That's really my highest calling. I love it. And how is astrology and psychology are connected? They're best friends. So that's how it all started, as I told you. So psychology answers the question of the patterns that humans display based on the imprint they received from their childhood. So you want to hear their childhood story, and then you want to hear how they responded and where the imprint is of their trauma or their drama. Astrology is more interested in the spiritual imprint. Like what did your soul sign up for? And what is the contracts that you have, the lessons you promised to learn? So you combine the childhood imprint in what came through as a human with your divine promise. And suddenly you have this unbelievable psychological yet astrological map to help somebody navigate through their life without feeling self-conscious or feeling like something's wrong or there's cycles when suddenly it goes quiet. There's cycles when something suddenly it gets exciting and you need to know what cycle you're in. And that's why we study. So the psychology is the internal world and the astrology is more about the timing on the outer world. And they, they're best friends. If you think about it, psychology and astrology are, in fact, Carl Jung, who was the first psychiatrist back in the thirties, he was the guy that originally came up with the word psychology. He was an astrologer and people didn't know that it's now come out, but he was quoted to say, psychology will be a dinosaur science until it includes astrology, because just knowing what your mother did to you doesn't exclude, it doesn't leave out, it does, it leaves out. What was the spiritual promise that you made and how is it being influenced by this, the higher realm? So I do both. Oh, wow, that's very interesting, yeah. And you also wrote Missing Element. What is the story behind it? So it's a book called The Missing Element and the subtitle is Compassion for the Human Condition. Because I feel bad, like I think we're, it's a bit politically incorrect, but I think we're emotionally retarded as a species. We don't, all I mean by retarded is we don't know how to respond to anger, to sadness, to death, to heartbreaks, to fear, to insecure, all those emotional pieces that live in our psyche are left behind as embarrassments. So my book, The Missing Element, is figuring out what personality type you have. It's no, there's no astrology in the book. And if you order it from my site, I will send you your chart in the book and sign it personally to you. But the trick is, the missing element is, there's four different personality types, water, air, earth, and fire. And they are described very clearly. Water is the sensitives. Air are the people that can't stop talking. Don't guess which one I am. Earth is the practical people that are all about money and work. And fire are the enthusiasts, the ones that like to stand out, that like to have Instagram, like you, they want to be noticed. So there's four different elements, water, the quiet, air, the talker, earth, the practical, and fire, the externalized personality type. And you figure out with the book, very simply, there's a test you take, takes about five minutes, you get the answer, and then you look in the book of what's your missing element. And then if you imagine, because there's four of them, and there's four wheels in a car, if one of the wheels, one of those elements is down, 
then you're not moving through life easily. So I promote the book's, ex the function of the book is one, having compassion for yes, we're all slightly screwed up. <laughs> so don't feel bad, there's a whole section on that. And then two, what element is missing that I can help you cultivate that will put balance back into your life? Oh, that makes sense. I love that. Yeah. Yes, I know. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> like you're missing water. I don't know if you knew that. You have no water in your chart. Did you know that? No, I didn't. So that's the first one that gets super emotional and they want to cry all the time. And they're, you don't have that easy access to your feelings. You can detach very easily. Is that true? Not really. You know, it's, sometimes it's hard for me. I'm, I get attached very fast to people and then it's hard for me to let it go sometimes. Yeah, it's well, not. Boyfriend. Yeah, it's not you. You're Libra. So everything is about boyfriends and romance. You're a hopeless romantic, but it's the emotions. It's the ability to be quiet, to be still. Water is the element that describes people that love to stay home. They don't want to do anything. They like to be cuddling. They like to be in their dream time. They So you're missing element. It may not be true, but it would suggest that being still or being quiet is not so easy for you. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's so true. Not at all. I have to be doing something all the time. When I'm sitting and quiet and still, it feels like I'm not progressing anywhere. <laughs> exactly. So that's the missing element of water. Water people know how to meditate. They know how to relax. They know how to diddle-daddle. They're comfortable in their home. You don't have that in your chart. So you'd have to learn more about water. That's your missing element, which is also emotional. It's not, you are a hopeless romantic. I did not mean to imply for a minute that you're oh, not something. <laughs> you bond all right, but there's a part of you that can emotionally cut off and not know how to sit still or be relaxed. Yeah, that's so true. That's why I'm having a hard time to relax most of the time, but I'm learning. <laughs> yes, and that would be, I bet during COVID was hard for you because being forced to stay home for someone like you who's so external, you've got a lot of fire in your chart. You get all excited. Yeah, I have to travel all the time. The travel excites me and kind of puts me in a different cycle. When I'm not traveling, I feel like I'm just stuck. That's why I still kind of travel locally, but not as much as I usually did. But yeah, COVID made me concentrate more on work and I, I've got a lot of done. But as far as like, you were absolutely right. Yeah. So that's what happens. You read the missing element, this book, and you figure out your missing element. Then you would go read that chapter on water and it would give you some suggestions of what can you do to cultivate the ability to relax because that's just as important as the traveling. You've got lots of fire, which loves to travel and move energy and be seen and be noticed. But the you think about it, water and fire are opposite. So for you to be out in the world and traveling and energized and having fun is so much more important than staying home. And that's the, there's some people that love to stay home. I know it's crazy, but it's true. Yeah. And I had a boyfriend who just loves to stay at home and just watch football, watch TV, whatever. And I cannot stand it. <laughs> exactly. So that's not compatible. Fire and water. Yeah. Everyone comes with personality types and they're based in the elements. And yes, they have very specific characteristics. So in the name of you understanding your family or your husband or your kid or your boss, you want to learn this language. It's the simplest entrance to learning astrology. So instead of being super complicated, which by the way, in our school, which the doors open in January. So we're around the corner from the, if you're in, if any of you are interested in learning astrology and you've never studied it before, or 
you're a very advanced student, but you want to break it down and get it really simple so you can actually become an astrologer or make it your mission. Your dream would be to help people and speak this language because you don't want to go to school and study psychology, which you've always been interested. Like I think you are one of these people in listening to people and hearing their stories. Astrology, the way we teach it, because it's a psychological model, you're going to learn it. And then you're going to apply it to yourself first, first whole class level one, that's a six week class, once a week on zoom is you study you. And then once you understand your character, the second level, you start to study how do you do a reading? How do you do it for someone else and make money? So by the end of level two, you can become, it's crazy to say it, but you can actually make money and pay yourself back for the class. So that is so cool to think about how many women and men but mostly women have changed their career and fallen in love with astrology and made it into a viable business. That makes me, so that might be, what is an elemental mission? I'm going to change that question too. <laughs> yeah. And the most interesting question, what should we expect from 2021? It's good to you ask that in January, it's a very difficult month astrologically, particularly the last two weeks of January. I'm about to do a video about this from January 20th to about the 27th the heavens are in a very awkward, uncomfortable position that are going to demand that we find the discomfort of COVID and turn it into a release. I think many, many people are sitting frustrated or angry or sad or scared or financially stretched because there's been so much fear of this illness. The end of January, it's kind of like there's a pop, like a balloon popping. There's some release. So January comes in with a difficult energy. By the time spring gets here, it's much softer. Eventually by the end of, I wanna say May, June, there's a little window where Jupiter enters Pisces. Things get softer, it's not as, as difficult. But here's the good news, starting this week, December of 2020, Jupiter and Saturn enter Aquarius for the first time, they're gonna to be together. The first time Saturn will be there in 30 years and it brings a whole new flavor. So 2021 is gonna have a slow start to begin with in January, it moves into the spring with the softer energy, but most important, Saturn leaves Capricorn and all this conversation about the government and about our frustrations, there's a possibility of us becoming more open-minded, obviously way more related to the computers, Aquarius loves technology, and more humanitarian. I mean, I love that you're Russian. I love, we need to start seeing that everyone's our family member. I mean, we, you and I discovered I too am Russian. It doesn't matter where you're from. We're all family. And that's 2021, the entrance of a humanitarian consciousness that starts to look for how can we get along rather than fight? Now, that's my dream. That's my hope. <laughs> I feel like we all went through so much together in this, like all this year that coming out of this year, everyone will be more like vulnerable and more kind. Exactly. exactly. That's exactly right. Vulnerable and kinder. I sure hope that we're so relieved to get those masks to come up with well, a mask ever. It's such a symbol. We've all have to wear masks, which is a symbol for covering up and longing to come naked again and come back to our authentic self with each other. And that's my dream that 2021, while it's not an easy year that financially there's a really challenging thing that happens to the American dollar is my prediction. While it won't be easy for us to deal with the result of what happened to COVID, it will motivate us to get back to basics. Yeah, I think so too. Do horoscopes come true even if you don't read them? And what other astrological factors affect personality? 
horoscopes, listen, I always tell everybody, you don't have to believe in astrology, it believes in you. You don't need to believe in it to have it happen. It's still working. The quality of the stars are so above, so to speak, the human. So they work. And there's the question about whether you know how it works. That's what you really want to ask yourself. How do I use the horoscope or learn about this astrological information so I can be educated and not just, you know, read online, but actually speak it yourself? That's a, a really good question. And then astrological factors totally affect the personality. You are so your chart, being a Libra, being a hopeless romantic, wanting people to notice you. You've got it in the 10th house. You've got some public acclaim. That There's so much that you can tell by looking at a chart. So yes, astrological factors affect your personality. I see. And how much of your destiny is written in the stars? And does free will even matter? So I really believe that there are people you're going to meet, your first boyfriend, the dog that you got, your mom and dad, the country you lived in, you moving here. These are destined. And you could get in the way. You could resist and stay home and stay in your bedroom and watch television. Or you could feel the impulse of spirit giving you an indication to go to that party where what's-his-name was standing next to you. Then Cupid took out her bow and arrow, shot both of you. You fell in love. Cupid, by the way, knows nothing about astrology, didn't consult the stars first. So you may or may not be compatible, but these things are fated. You meeting that guy, you going to that party, you being able to move countries. However, you have to get up, pack the bags and get on the plane. You can't just sit around and let things happen without you contributing and being a co-conspirator or a partner with, with spirit or with life. So yes, destiny has some very specific, especially at 28 to 30. Like, I'm curious, do you, you, you know about Saturn return? No, I, I wanted to ask you, what does it mean for millennials because Saturn return is coming up or it's in the process? Yes, so it happened for you in 2018. What, what happened between 2017 and 18? You should have gone through a big change. Well, yeah, I changed my career. So I, I used to be a project manager, IT project manager, and I went blogging full time. Yeah, exactly. That was your destiny. So Saturn return happened to 28 to 30. That was your destiny. And that's exactly when it happened. Yeah, you, you left your and that's a 100% what people say. So the answer to the question for Saturn return for all you millennials is between 28 and 30 or 58 and 60, which was years ago for me, what happened to me when I started the school and put it online and started all things teach people how to play this game. Saturn return comes to your house and it has, it has your destiny in its pocket and it's written in ink that you can't change. So it came to your house and it said, okay, so we want to know if you'd be willing to leave your job as a project manager, come do blogging and get your voice. You were like, okay. I was forced to because I, I've managed large project and I finished it on time. I finished it before deadline, way before deadline when like way earlier. And everyone was kind of let go because um, they did not have, the company did not have any more projects at that time because we finished so early. And so after I just kind of, I just decided not to go back to it again and just like start something new, which I was already starting, but I haven't started full time at that time. So you were not really forced. I mean, it's funny. It felt like you were being forced, right? Yeah, yeah. But actually, it was your destiny. And that's what we're talking about here. There are moments in time when life will come and push you hard. And you feel like you're not getting a vote, like you're being pushed on the bus. 
And then there's moments in time where you're so confused and you don't know what to do with your life and you're running in circles. That's when you call an astrologer and you say, can you tell me the timing of when it's best to change or when it's best to make a move or when it's best to have a baby? These are questions that astrologers can help you with. And, or in your case, you just let life do it to you and it worked. So that your career changed right. And this is 99% of people. Saturn return happens. It changes the course of your life. And then you get to say, wow, that was amazing. I don't even remember making that choice. And now you can screw it up after it happens. Like you could say yes to your blogging, but did you actually work the game? Like, are you online and are you doing? Yes, you are. Cause you're driven. I can see in your chart, you have a lot of fire. Yeah, that's so true. And as far as millennials and Saturn return, what does it mean for us more as far as relationships and dating? Because so many millennials are struggling with dating right now. <laughs> It must be so hard. I can only imagine. So is it just that you're not dating at all? No, not me, but I have girls reaching out to me and I have other, my followers, so, and my friends. So like the most common question everyone is like talking about is dating right now. <laughs> yes, everybody wants love. It's so beautiful. The whole world revolves around love. And you know what astrology does? It helps you fall in love with yourself. Because at the end of the day, we come into this planet alone and we leave this planet alone. And the question has to be, are you okay in your own company? So it's relationship and romance at Libra is the best conversation everyone's looking. But once again, fate's going to have her way with you and destiny is going to bring you your partner. You've just got to say yes and not stay too long in something that doesn't work and not say no too quick to something that could work. But the biggest question right now is, I imagine, is how do you date during COVID? I can't imagine. How do you date during COVID? Well, my friends still date. They just, um, they go on dates. I mean, they find, <laughs> they wear a mask maybe first date and then after it's just normal. And so many That's of them right. got in relationships now even closer because they had more time to learn about partner and, that's true. So the answer to that question is there is a very powerful tool called astrology that will help you find the timing of when your partner's coming and what, whether or not you're compatible and how to most of all, the most important thing I can say is how to fall in love with who you are and really realize that life has your back, that you're being supported. You may feel like I can't find him. I can't find her. But as time goes by with that simple intention and even a prayer, you can create what you're looking for. Do you believe in like sometimes for special events or some very important events, like you have to calculate the date, like perfect date, what day should be? Like I know in India and in some countries, they calculate the date for the wedding and like based on your charts, based on astrology. So do you believe in this? I do. I think Personally, I trust life a lot. And yes, there are astrologers who can set you up for the right wedding date, for the right, like people call me when they're having C-sections, when their baby's being born, they get a vote to tell the doctor, can you make sure this baby comes out by blah, blah, blah. So yes, you can influence and pick dates that will bring you the cosmic influence for sure. Is it something I'm preoccupied with? Not at all. I have a very strong faith that, and it's worked out for me that if I do my prayers and I really stay positive and I open my heart and I really look for what's, I always seem to be in the right place at the right time. I think that's true of you too. You have Sag rising. So you, we oh. both, I both have Sag is the luckiest sign in the Zodiac. 
And so they are in the right place at the right time because of their attitude. I think why Sag is so lucky, which is where the sun is today, is because they've got an upbeat. I mean, listen, we're about to enter Christmas. This is Sagittarius. It's that we're really opening up our hearts to our family and wanting to think about celebrating and we're getting all the seasons, we're playing music. It's one of the happiest times of the year and it's right during Sag. And what do you think about December 21st? Because, you know, it's a huge day in astrology right now. First of all, it's a solstice, number one. And number two, this, there's a radical changing of the guards. For the last two and a half years, Saturn's been in Capricorn. Jupiter, the last year, has been in Capricorn. Pluto, for the last 10 years, has been in Capricorn. So we are changing Jupiter and Saturn on the 21st of December are changing into Aquarius, which is so much lighter so much um, easier, so much, the Capricorn is such a heavy sign and they have such a responsibility. So we are in the changing of the guards, the energy, I can feel it already. I, I feel like, you know how we've all been burdened by the political atmosphere and the yeah. polarity? It's going to change literally December 21st for the next two and a half years, it's in Aquarius. So we get to be less burdened by this heavy earth sign and we're moving into air. I see. 2021, are there main astrological events are happening? Or like this year, it was full of so many astrological events. But what about 2021? In 2021, the biggest astrological events is happening the last week of January during the inauguration, January 20th to 30th. It's a very difficult moment in time where Mars conjuncts Uranus. It sounds funny, but it's a very, Mars is male, Uranus is erratic. And it's the sign of Taurus money. So there's the financial structures, I think, in the world this upcoming year. That's what's going to be a difficult flavor. There's going to be a side effect of how long. For example, I live in Hawaii, where the entire vacation rental business and all the hotels and all the restaurants have shut down. Well, there'll be a returning cycle of us financially being stretched like this. So 2021 is not an easy year, although it's lighter, the upcoming year specifically starting in January around finances is going to ask us to get a little more practical and back to basics, which I think we've all been forced to do anyway. Yeah, we were. Any other things we should pay attention in the new year coming up or we should set any new intentions for new year? I think the most important thing is to like when this energy shifts into the air cycle as of Jan December 21st and for the next two and a half years, Saturn and Aquarius, to be careful not to act as though business as usual. It's almost like the relief of COVID goes, eventually those masks go, the vaccine takes over and we feel safer. And we come, we somehow go back to business as usual because we're all desperate to feel normal again. However, my prayer is that we learn some lessons. So is there, like you were describing yourself, it was so clear that you were having a traveling outward personality, then COVID hit, you had to stay home, you couldn't travel as much. And that was an invitation for you to get to know yourself more to go in to calm down, which is not easy for your chart. So the question is, will we have learned the lesson? Or will we detach and just make it a memory and walk past it without taking the wisdom that we really do need to go back to basics and slow everything down when we go right back to fast again, when we go right back to our old ways, it'll be very interesting for me to see how we make this transition. Because personally, I'm not, I used to travel a lot and I learned through this, I don't have to. And I hope that I never go back to that unbelievable pace 
that I was at before COVID. I'm praying that I learned my lesson, but we'll see. And where can all listeners find you? Your social handles, all your information? D-E-B-R-A, Deborah Silverman underscore astrology is my Instagram, where every day I put out a video that tells you where the planets are so you can track the sky. I give them away for free. On my website, it's DebraSilvermanAstrology.com, where the school will start in the doors open in January. And you can come and be an astrologer when you grow up. And if you take all three levels, you can actually make a new career choice. Or if you just want to take level one and learn about your person, it's a thousand dollar course for six weeks in a group of just 10 people, you study your chart. So if you want to come and really learn like the language and the details in a very fun way, we teach it with real humor and like, it's not boring and it's not mathematical. It's simple. So they can go to my website to find out about the school. I give away a lot of free information on Instagram and of course on Facebook. Nice. Thank you. And now I'm on TikTok. Oh my God. Now I'm on TikTok. Oh, you are? That's fun. (laughs) Crazy. I can't even believe I said that. (laughs) No, everyone is doing it now. It's like fast way to grow. I know. It's so crazy. Yeah. Thank you so much for being my guest. That's my pleasure. Thank you so much for celebrating astrology with your audience. You and your mom believe in it so strong. It makes me happy. Thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.